Hey friends, it's Daniel Schreiner here with the Disciple Hinson Podcast. This episode is dedicated to my brother, Andre Vladuk. Andre, love you. We're so thankful for all your work and, and the time that you've put into being the longtime producer of this podcast. I particularly remember the podcast that you produced with the kids on Christmas. I know that took hours and that was adorable. I loved that podcast. I know many people at Henson listened to that one multiple times, but not just that one, so many episodes you helped put together and produce and publish. And we are very thankful, brother, for your work. And we continue to pray for God's blessing on you as you settle in Florida. And we hope you're having a great road trip right now with your family. PK, Paul Kim, is taking over as our producer. PK's first day in the office is technically tomorrow, but he's been working, uh, learning the ropes from Andre, meeting up with Neil today, and then he and I uh, dropped this podcast today so that you could get to know PK a little bit, uh, not just as producer, but as your brother in Christ here at Henson, hear a little bit about what he's about and what he will be doing as a pastoral assistant. So I hope you enjoy. PK, it is not yet your first day on staff as a pastoral assistant at Henson Baptist Church, and yet you are already hard at work. Already hard at work. I'm not even talking about just you and me sitting here in the studio recording this podcast, but you've been working with Neil all day. All day, every day. And uh, you sat down with Andre for a couple hours a few weeks ago before Andre Vladud, our beloved longtime producer, took off for Florida, and he showed you the ropes. Yeah, he showed me the 101 of editing audio. I, I felt like I was a DJ and audio engineer all in one. I love to hear it, man. And uh, I don't even think we're paying you yet. No, you, no, no, this is free. <laughs> this, this is, is all free. free. This is free. Until the budget goes through, this is free. Well, um, even, yeah, and what happens if the budget doesn't go through? Are we the, all out of work? Then, then Is you, that how it works? I've I, never even thought about that. Yeah, I think if it doesn't go through, then we're all, you, you guys are all out of work. So <laughs> I'll go back to my job. So there you go. Yeah, I guess you're in better shape than the rest of us. All right. Well, this is Paul Kim, PK Fire, and uh, you have been on the show before. I think we talked about unity and diversity like months ago months ago does that sound yeah. right february march or something okay yeah. that was a good uh, discussion i enjoyed it very much it was helpful uh you've been here many times in the studio when we've been interviewing other guests as kind of a live audience that's right and now you're here here you're back and uh thanks for having me again i yeah. feel so honored no i wanted to have Round you on two. here because um you are our newest staff member at the church i want the church to kind of get to know you through this episode uh, hear a little bit about what you're doing. Just hear your perspective on our church after you've been here. How many? How long now? I came 2019 fall. Fall 2019. Yep. And okay. And uh, I was back in Cali for a little bit, and yep. then back again. Back again. We're glad you're back. Uh, so, um, PK, you said you're coming from Cali, but where where are you from more specifically? What and what's just give us your story in brief. I'm gonna go even briefer because you could always look back at the previous uh, podcast episode where we did that. Um, born in Korea came to the Midwest because my dad was doing uh, graduate school in Missouri and then Kansas City, Kansas City. Uh, and then we Jeff Chang. shout out to Jeff Chang. Um, and then we came to uh, the Bay Area and did kindergarten to uh, high school, public school, went to Bio University for nursing school, graduated, working down in Southern California 
and then came up to Portland to do the residency in 2019 fall. Sweetness. And came to Christ at what point in that time? I was 17. Uh, I was at a uh, Korean Presbyterian church, hearing the gospel regularly at that church and uh, being discipled by older guys um, at the church. And so just counting the cost and following Jesus uh, for about a year and then around when I was 17. Okay. And you're still following him. Still following Jesus. Praise God. Um, and uh, how did you get hooked up with Henson? Uh, my previous church, uh, a few elders that are no longer elders there actually currently because they all moved to different positions uh, in ministry. Um, they knew you. They knew Michael Lawrence. They knew Jeff Chang when Jeff Chang was here. Mm-hmm. And so they pointed me to you guys to do the pastoral residency program. So we're thankful to, for those guys as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you came here. You did the pastoral residency. Um, after that, you went back to working as a nurse. That's what you've been trained to do. Uh, what what kind of nursing? I do oncology nursing. That's just a fancy name for cancer. So I do cancer nursing. I do the acute side at Province Portland. Excellent. And why give away the big bucks to come work at Henson? Why see your paycheck cut in half, essentially, to come and do things like helping produce this podcast and all the other things that we'll talk about here in a minute that you're going to do for us? Oh, Dan, uh, that is a great question. I'm going to kind of answer your question by zooming back, back a little bit. <clears throat> so a couple things. Uh, me personally, uh, I aspire to be an elder down the road. Uh, now, in terms of capacity, you know, there's the staff pastor paid by the church or non-staff uh, elder, meaning you do a vocational job and you're working a regular nine to five mm-hmm. and you're doing a lay eldering. So for me, um, why did I give up nursing for a large capacity? Um, I just think that this pastoral assistant role allows me to discern my own internal aspirations, as well as hopefully uh, the church and staff could really vouch for me as an external um, you know, voice in me either continuing to pursue full-time ministry or not. Um, so that I think this so is So basically you're hoping that we'll say if you're good at this or not, like uh, this pastoral stuff. I hope there is clarity on your side yep. and then on my side too internally. So both the subjectiveness and the... What if I tell you at the end of your pastoral assistantship on this podcast, like I don't give you any hint over the, your time serving and then we do it live That'd before be the world. We we could totally do that <laughs> okay. in a year. <laughs> Just thinking of ways to spice things up. Oh yeah. To keep you on the edge of your seat. No, so far, obviously uh, listeners, one of the reasons why we're bringing PK on staff, we've asked him to uh, to work in this role is because we've already seen uh, such evidence of gifting and reaching out to the congregation and serving in these ways, gifting and teaching. Uh, so we're excited for you to serve in this way. So, anything else you wanted to say? Because you kind of you kind of pulled back the lens a little bit in answering that question. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. So. I just found out today uh, a lot more clarity on the details. Obviously, I think generally as a pastoral assistant, I will be assisting the pastors. Um, And this means administrative work. And this also means uh, meeting up with folks in the church Mm -hmm. and just helping out with our discipling um, at our church. Uh, More specifically, I'll be helping out Neil, uh, particularly with like service planning, small groups, cultural Mm -hmm. discipling stuff. Uh, There'll be, you know, now with Bible studies coming back up, uh, mm-hmm. Sunday classes coming back up. So helping out and facilitating that. So You're our <laughs> kickoff teacher for Sojourners. Yeah. July 11th. That's right. July first 11th John. for Sean. We're excited about that. I'm super excited. So today you found out how Neil likes his coffee. 
I, I figured out what he likes is coffee. I liked what kind of bread he likes, the gluten-free, make sure it's gluten-free. Uh, I figured out what programs he used. Where's the uh, wireless charging on his table? That's pretty slick. It's, I got I to gotta learn all those things, you know? Yeah, that's good. Uh, so what excites you about this new role besides the wireless charging on his desk? I think what I'm really excited for is I get to really love and care for this church mm-hmm. um, that I, I get to have the privilege of, of just being a member of. Uh, so that's my main excitement. Obviously, I think how that gets done is to serve some of our staff pastors as well as you know the things I do in my own ministry to support this church. So that's... Do you uh, think when uh, you're a PA, do you think the beacons will be lit more or less than they were before? Oh, the beacons will be lit a lot more. Okay. Because, and part of it too, Dan, is um, as you alluded to, uh, because I won't be doing more nursing, that frees my week up. Mm-hmm. You know, before mm-hmm. I'm doing three 12-hour shifts, and after a 12-hour shift, I'm done for. Uh, I don't really, I can't do anything after a 12-hour shift uh, other than sleep. Uh, but now I just redeemed three more days during the week. So hopefully one day I get to do a little bit of rest period, but the rest of the days I get more time to do things. We love it. And and you want to give us just a little background for the Beacons Are Lit reference? Oh yeah, the Beacons Are Lit. This is a reference and a shout out to Stephen and Annalisa Riley, who we just sent. We love um, you, Riley's. Riley's, if you're listening to this, we love you. Uh, we pray for you. Um, but part of it was uh, at my uh, apartment on... I won't say my address, but I'll say the intersection if you want. Uh, on 19th, um, I could turn on lights right in front of my house, and it literally is like a beacon. It, it'll like glow, and it'll just like the like, Batman symbol. Yeah, it's it, actually I call it the Batman signal for me because uh, you know how in in Lord of the Rings the beacons are lit. It's like Gondor is coming, uh-huh. uh, or Rohan's coming, uh-huh. but for me, it's like I need help. So I'm like the bat, bat signal. People come to me. That's kind of my signal. So okay. it'll be a okay. little different. So when you're feeling discouraged, you turn on the, the lights. Turn on the lights and it is free. If the windows are open and you could come in, just come on in. The you come through that on. little sc- doggy screen door. You know, Andy Matsuoka, a.k.a. my landlord, a.k.a. the director of facilities. He crawled through that thing? He will fix it. Oh. Maybe? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of the signature thing about so. that. Um, well, PK, we, I've kind of talked about like the main things I wanted to talk about with you so far. So thank you. Um, this could be the sh- one of the shorter podcasts, but you know, you're fun to talk to. So I want to ask you other kind oh, of oh, questions. Go away. Um, so what, how can we grow as a church from your perspective? Mm. Keyword on from my perspective. Um, I think one of the things that, um, I think we could really grow in is, and I'm going to bust out a, a, a Bible verse here in First Thessalonians. Using a pew Bible. Uh, using a pew Bible, and it's on page 1046 in the Black Pew Bible. If you're following at home. Following at home. <laughs> or in the pew. <laughs> um, but Paul, Apostle Paul, he talks uh, to this church. He says in verse 8 of chapter 2, First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8, we cared so much for you that we were pleased to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our lives because you had become dear to us. And I just want to say, Hinson, I think we do an amazing job on being clear on the gospel. I think we're great at meeting up with people. And I think the phrase, the uh, giving ourselves ourselves to each other, I want to press and encourage that a little bit more. And what do I mean by that? Uh, I mean, 
uh, I think a great starting place is, yeah, meeting up with someone one-on-one, you know, every other week or weekly. I think that's a great start. But I want to do one step more and really do life together and enter into each other's spaces um, so that actually we might know each other even before we meet up. Um, so there's, there's this relational depth that we're pursuing uh, because of the gospel. So that's what binds us. The gospel unites us. Uh, but there's this relational depth that I think we can continue to grow in. I like it. I agree. Have you seen that done before? Oh, I, I think we are doing it as a congregation. Um, there have been just many examples uh, in my own life with, with you. You know, like, I'll give one example. Like, I got to see how you do family, you know, devotions with your family and your kids. And it's like, those are the things that are caught and not necessarily we're like talking about explicitly. And I feel like those are the things that um, sometimes are a little bit more valuable in terms of just seeing how the gospel is lived out in each other's lives. So if you want, like, say you're somebody who wants to grow in that way, certainly I want to grow in those ways more. I want to give more. I don't want to just talk, small talk with people um, all the time. I want to go deeper in relationships. Um, What would you say to someone who wants to grow in that way, but maybe doesn't know the first step? Yeah, I would say... Uh, just looking at what you like to do, what's already in your normal pattern of life. Mm. So I'll just use myself for example. So like, you know, if I'm going to be working out via dancing, I'm going to invite John Ho and he's going to come with me. And yes, we're having... Do you guys do like swing dancing together? No, not swing dancing. We do a little break dancing, a little hip hop, a little, little something, something. In the church gym. Uh, in the church gym on the bottom floor. Yep. But, uh, you know, because of our documents, we might not call it dancing. We just call it exercise exercise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but you know we're able to have the spiritual conversation but we're also accomplishing you know exercising that's great Uh, so i would say you know start with that if you have certain rhythms like going to a grocery store Mm -hmm. uh you know if you're a mom and try to invite somebody else uh, maybe perhaps it's a single woman and bringing them into your lives folding clothes you know you're accomplishing tasks but you're just bringing someone along Um, and I think it requires taking initiative and it's okay. Like I want to encourage people will say, no, you you might get rejected quite a bit, but I think it's like, I want to go deeper in my relationship with you. And someone will just say, no, thank you. Uh, it might, I don't know if it'll come out that explicit like that, but it might just be like, you know, maybe it has, (laughs) but it might just look like, oh, uh, I can't do this week. I can't uh-huh, do this week. Uh-huh. And, and that happens five, six, seven, sure, eight times. And, and, and then you're like, okay, I don't really want to ask anymore because you don't want to get rejected. And I empathize and I understand that and uh-huh. I feel that because that's happened to me. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's kind of this orientation of like, yeah, how can I bring church people into my life? And we're still accomplishing tasks like eating food. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to eat lunch anyway. Might mm-hmm. as well just bring someone along. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that includes working out, your, your your kids baseball games mm-hmm. you know things like that like mm-hmm. let's bring people along and you know we're having conversations about jesus but it's like you're entering my life and i think that's something that i think we can continue to press forward that's good do you want to go to sam's baseball game tonight uh with me? It, t- it depends on what time okay it's at six but we can talk later all right for sure um what are some things about henson um that have encouraged you oh there's just 
a, a huge number of things that have been encouraging me. Top three. Uh, top three right now. I would number three. say. Oh, number. Th- oh, uh, I would say no order. It's just one A, one B, one C. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm super encouraged. Uh, in terms of just the. I think just the hospitality that is continuing to grow. Um, and I think that also includes not only like new members, but just like grabbing people together. Um, so this, this is a little selfish, selfish of me, but I feel like I've been more reached out to this past like few months than I have when I first came to Hinson. And this is no knock on anybody. New deodorant? Deodorant? Um, no, and but in terms of, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've been doing the same thing since a year ago. But, yeah, it's just been, you know, just super encouraging to, being, to be reached out to. Um, but I've, I've heard many stories where that's been more normalized. And I mm. hope, you know, uh, getting out of this COVID situation might help re, re come, come back with those uh, muscles of uh, hospitality. So that's good. I think that's one thing. Yeah. Um, you don't other, really have to do three, but okay. if you have more. Not that's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's we, good. If you want to know more Come talk to me. Come talk to PK. I want to He'll tell ways that this church has encouraged you. Um, anything that you've been reading lately that you've been encouraged by? Um, I just read, uh, I forgot his first name, but the Master Plan of Evangelism, Coleman. What's his first name? Robert. It's Robert. Is it Robert? I, I always so. thought it was Richard, but okay. It's Robert. Maybe it's Robert Coleman. Uh, that sounds right. What did you like about um, that book? You know, Master Plan Master of Evangelism. Plan of evangelism. Um, I, I will, you know, I'll, I'll be, we're on, we're putting this on wax. Um, I, there are some things that I would push back on, uh, meaning, uh, I would like to see a little bit more, uh, emphasis on, I guess, church life in that book about mm. discipling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's just points that he makes that are just so helpful, like taking initiative, mm-hmm. um, br- you know, bringing people into, into your life and, and starting somewhere. Basically all he does is he looks at Jesus and looks at how he, you know, invested in the 12 apostles and how that kind of changed the world. Mm-hmm. And so he's using some of those principles. And I think that's things that we can definitely apply to in our own uh, discipling ministry and in our own lives. That's a good book. Yeah. And it's Robert Coleman, right. six ninety nine on Amazon. Six ninety nine Amazon. If you or want to if support. you want to give it away at yeah. an evening service, so come to evening oh, service. Oh, yeah. It's probably on the bookstall too. Free giveaway. Yep. Um, so PK, what are you thinking in terms of your long-term plan? You're in your twenties. We'll keep it broad. You've got your whole life ahead of you. You know, I got to live my life a, a quarter mile at a time, right? And if I go into fast periods, uh, but, uh, at least in terms of the short term, um, Lord willing, I might be done with seminary in a year. Okay. You've been doing seminary online, been doing it online distance uh, with Southern Seminary. Southern Seminary for the uh, the tenure track. Who's been your pr- favorite professor? Um, I've, I've been really appreciating your dad, you know, who I, I got to meet. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate Stephen Wellum, Dr. Stephen Wellum. Mm-hmm. He's been great. Um, but yeah, the, all my professors have been really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, I, I just want to do a plug. The, the church has been basically my seminary. Like mm-hmm. I think the church's role in my growing as in terms of ministry, in terms of discipling, like I've learned way more from the church than I have in seminary. Now the seminary has given me a lot more tools mm-hmm. in other areas, but definitely I feel like I've been encouraged. So that's one thing. Um, I think, yeah, based off of what happens after this year, I, I hope and pray for clarity in terms of direction with, 
my pursuit of full-time ministry or vocational ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in a year, I hope there'll be a little bit more clarity of which direction to go into. Have you thought about becoming a doctor and being like Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones? Um, M- MD pastor. Oh, like an MD? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could do MD. That's, yeah. you know, shout out to the do- doctors out there, but uh, that's just too much work for me. Sure. Um, well, then in light of that and just kind of just in general, PK, you're starting, you're starting a new job. It's full time. You're going to be working as a pastoral assistant like we've talked about. And in light of that, in light of your long-term plan, just in light of your relationship with the Lord in this church, how can we pray for you? And then I'm going to pray for you, and then we're going to be done. And then you and uh, Eli Wilsey hopefully are going to produce this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the biggest way you could be praying for me right now in that transition is um, I think just trusting in the Lord in the midst of uh, the practical changes, like you know, I'm just going to be honest with you, like working three twelves and having four days off. Like mm-hmm. I was, I've been so used to that for like four, four or five years. Mm. So like just getting my sleep right and, you know, making sure the organization of the week is good. And, mm-hmm. you know, I probably struggle with being a workaholic. So, you know, just finding my rest times. Um, so that's like a practical way you could be praying for me. Um, I think secondly, you could be praying for me, obviously with the financial things. I think uh, just recognizing, um, yeah, like finances is a stewardship. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been really reevaluating just where my heart's at with in relation to money and am I being generous? Am I being a hoarder? Mm -hmm. So it's been really just uh, heart revealing Mm -hmm. in this last like three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been good conversations, but, you know, hard ones as well. What are your favorite kind of foods? Uh, my favorite like kind of for like meals and whatnot. Oh, oh, oh. I just had my first solid meal after my, I had my gum surgery was yeah. uh, PDX sliders. Nice. So I give a But shot. if someone's like making something and they have a little extra and they want to drop something by it, maybe they're like, oh, I know PK really loves uh, chicken tuna casserole mm. or something. Uh, a- anything in the taco burrito Okay. world of things okay. I'd love that pasta love that okay yeah everything's good good PK let me pray for you all right for sure Heavenly Father uh, we ask your blessing on PK we thank you for his willingness to serve the church in this role as a pastoral assistant we pray your blessing on him pray that you'd give him the clarity that he desires uh, Lord for um, further down the road for uh, full-time ministry if that is your uh, your way for him, Lord, that you would make that clear in time. And Lord, we pray that he would just know joy as he serves this church, just as he has served this church so well, uh, just as a church member, we pray that that would continue. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would give him discipline and self-control, Lord, as he considers um, just everything that he needs to do is in his work as a pastoral assistant, as his schedule changes dramatically, uh, that he would uh, find good balance, that his uh, times with you would be rich. Uh, They pray that he would continue to enjoy uh, time with this church family and discipleship and hospitality. Uh, And Lord, we pray that you would provide for him. We pray that he would be a good steward of what you have entrusted to him, both his gifts, his finances. Uh, Lord, that he would not uh, give into greed, uh, but Lord, that he would be generous with all that you have given him. We pray that you'd use him powerfully in in his teaching. Lord, even as he begins to teach the sojourners on 1 John, we pray that you would Uh, be with his time and study, and that he would uh, kick that class off well and faithfully. So, Lord, we we thank you for your work of grace in PK. 
Uh, and Lord, we, we pray that you would bless him richly in Christ. And we thank you for this chance to have this conversation and to pray for him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. PK, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me back again. And we got to change the the um, sound effects. Sound effects. I always like to hit those buttons. Oh, They're I, so shiny. You know, maybe one day I might just take over this podcast for you. Um, I wouldn't complain. All right. But we'll I enjoy this podcast and I always enjoy talking to you. Yeah, I love casting pods with you too. Until next time. Until next time. PK Fire in the house. Choo, 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 choo. Oh, that's the wrong one.